Welcome, mighty one. It's Pascal Lecher. I'm your host, and I talk about business and tech in plain English. With my guest or solo, I want to inspire you to create a business that feels good, supports you, is sustainable, and aligned with your values. If you are ready to create a business that feels like your favorite outfit, get cozy, listen up. That's what the Right Brain Geek podcast is all about. Episode 36, Mighty One. I recorded this episode with Lisa Orkin last year and I've been sitting on it, but I finally get to deliver this little gem to you. Lots of giggles. We are talking about being comfy in life, in front of the camera, and all things taboo and being silly. Hi, Mighty Ones, another episode. And with me today, I've got someone that's really, really different. I absolutely adore seeing her on Instagram. It's Lisa Orkin. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I am so good. Thank you for letting me come on and be here. I'm very excited. Well, I'm really excited too because I love seeing you on Instagram. You do lots of really quirky video. But before we dive in, there's a little ritual on my show. I love to invite my guests and my listeners to take a deep breath just to get you know, a bit grounded, forget about the mess outside and so we can be all together sharing and listening that moment. So are you did ready? Yeah, I just yeah. did it before you said it. Okay, I'll do it now. All right. Okay, let's do it. So deep breath in and deep breath out. That felt really good. It always felt really good. You know, many it guests does. have told me it's really weird because it's just that one breath. But ah, it feels better. <laughs> it does. And it's not like we're not breathing all the time, but somehow when we do a focused breath, it just completely changes everything. Yeah, that's why I love it. There's so much in just one breath. So for the people, for my listeners who haven't stumbled on you yet... Tell me what you do. I know you've got a hashtag that I love. It's Be Silly Now. And it's really all about laughing and being comfy with your own skin, but so much more. So tell us a bit more about you and what you do. So I have been a comedian and an actor in L.A. for like 35 years. And I um, also have an advertising agency and we do comedy radio commercials. And that's all we do. So I stumbled online wanting to promote that business and I just started seeing all of this stuff going on online a couple of years ago. I did B-School and then I did Kimra Luna's program and I started thinking, I don't really want to use this for that. I want to use it for my comedy and to just make a bigger group, a bigger tribe of people out there and um, teach people how to use silliness, which I used for marketing things for years through radio. And, and then I started teaching people to just get back in touch with their silliness. Their sort of how to be a kid. I am like a 12 year old. And so I'm kind of a goofy girl. I don't, I don't know why I'm so goofy. I have no idea, but, but it's good. I know <laughs> it's good. And I know that's it, how we love yeah, you. <laughs> and I know it keeps, I think it keeps me young and I think it keeps people young. And you know, when you're laughing, you're in the moment, you can't like not be in the moment. So I started teaching people that, and then people started asking me to help them get comfortable on camera. Cause I'm super comfortable. I said, I'm not comfortable. I just look comfortable, but I can teach you to fake it too. So <laughs> that's, um, 
That's what I did. So so now I teach people to be comfortable on camera and I still do a ton of comedy at my website. So my I have this like funny website where you can either like go one door and just do like listen to all the comedy and go to my girls group. I have like a woman's group that I've had for years where people just just go on there and talk about everything that they don't want to talk about in public <laughs> or on Facebook. And we have guests in there and meditation and stuff. And so I so you can either go that direction and listen to my stories about me falling down and getting back up or you can go over to the get comfy on camera and I help people do that. Or you can go to that group. I have that Facebook group too. Yeah, so, I'll yeah. put the link in the show notes. So if anyone is curious okay. to learn about you and see you live, they will be able to just click and get there. Yeah. But yeah, that's something that I really love from you. You're so honest. That's part of your brand, the word, but it's absolutely 100% genuine. I can see you always show up and you say anything like all the things we think about when we are 40 and more like I can see myself you know menopause perimenopause oh, and, and the bit of hair growing on your chin and yeah. whatever sorry yeah. guys if you are listening this is a really girly episode uh, yeah <laughs> you know what because it's life man exactly. it's life and the guys have to deal with it too like they have their own male menopause and so like I have the best like like partner in the world and he just he just laughs when I have like a hot flash he just fans me he just just you know he, <laughs> all of it I'm like what is with my chin and he's just like just go go shave your chin just you know he's very like <laughs> it's not I'm not like the circus lady although there's nothing wrong with being the circus lady just saying exactly just saying but yeah I agree yeah but, but yeah it does happen like yeah bodies are changing and emotions are coming through and it's still such a taboo so that's why every time I pop to your Instagram and you are sharing a little bit of that I just giggle yeah. like on my own I'm with my coffee because quite often I check my Instagram in the morning I just have to have a giggle because I'm like yes yes someone will actually say things that I don't dare to say out loud and we should actually we really should talk more about all that kind of darker, unatis side of us because we would be less unatis if that was more out in the open. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, and that's what I think, like, when I teach people to get comfortable on camera, I don't really, I mean, I, I get the technical stuff and I do angles and all that stuff, but the truth is it's about telling a story and just being authentic with yourself. And you know what? And being authentic can mean saying that you're nervous. Mm. I think that's what people don't realize that when you say like I did, you know, I've done stand up comedy for years. And if I'm nervous and I don't call it out to an audience, they're nervous. So you have to actually just sort of say what it is you're feeling in the moment. And that sort of calms the whole world. Like if you think you have something on your face, you have to go, I think I have something on my face and either I'm going to not talk about it. And we're all just going to be uncomfortable because I keep thinking this. Or we can just like talk about it, get mm. through it or get the spinach off my teeth and move on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then it's just easier and then you can create intimacy in a way. Imagine with the yeah. public, it must be quite something to be on stage and establish that rapport really quick. How do you feel if the audience is going to be reactive or when? Well, you know, you never know. Every audience is so different and you have to just sort of feel them out. And you also get to a point where you just don't, like if they're not winnable, 
they're not winnable. And you just go, yeah, all right. I see you guys don't really want to like participate. That's fine. I'm going to do my thing anyways. And so I think after years and years of being on stage, you can sort of read an audience. You can go, oh, they're with me. They're not with me. Oh, I can pull them in. Oh, they're going to, oh, I lost them. Now I have to pull them back in again. And, you know, I think you just learn to, to read the audience. I mean, which makes it really hard on camera on Facebook because you can't feel what they're feeling. And so you're, you're like, at, you're up at a blank screen. And so that, or you're just seeing yourself and that gets really disconcerting. So I think there's all kinds of ways we can deal with that. But, you know, I, and I've done like, you know, 10 minute shows on stage and I've done hour and a half and I've done it all. And I, <laughs> I just, so I, but I do think like for people who aren't used to being in front of people, it's, it's hard. It's not easy. No, it, it is hard. I remember yeah. the first few times I was on camera, I was playing with Periscope because, you know, it was erasing after 24 hours. So it was a great yeah. platform to, to try and just practice and thinking, okay, never mind. I've got only two people, random people watching me. And then tomorrow that's going to be gone. And that's been so useful. I was petrified before and that's been such a good place for me to kind of show up and practice and get more comfortable. And now I'm more at ease because I'm used to look into that camera, you know, my phone and just imagine I've got someone. And I think once you've got your first few clients, you can actually imagine someone. I don't know if you still do that when you record your podcast and when you do your video. Do you imagine someone? You know what I actually do? I have like a little cutout of my mom that it's just a tiny little cutout of her head. It depends on what I'm doing, but I'll stick it right next to the camera and then I see her, like, so then I'm talking to her. Oh, amazing. So, you know, I think it's great to take a picture of somebody you're really comfortable with, or it could even be George Clooney. It doesn't really matter. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, and just, like, cut <laughs> out a little his head. Just you, All you need is his head, and you're just going to, like, put it next to your camera and you know it, it just right to the left of it or right of it and um and that gives you a really good way to make eye contact with somebody you know mm. it's it's better to have like somebody in your family than like George Clooney even a pet is good like you know you could do your cat head or something but yeah that I think anything yeah yeah I think that's a really good way to do it because then you have like a human face in front of you and you're not just staring at mm. your own face yeah, because the first time it's really, really hard. <laughs> it, it is. And the other thing I really like to do, I mean, I just go completely crazy with it, but I love Snapchat because Snapchat's a really good way to get used to yourself. Hmm, and, I guess it's the same, isn't it? Because it kind of deletes the images after a day. So it, Yeah, and it's goofy and it has all these funny filters. So like snow also is just all filters. And so like funny, silly filters. So I like to do that. I mean, I think even if you're what you're talking about is serious, you got to have some levity in it. So I think, you know, get you, you can just do it for yourself on the app Snow. Yeah. And practice. I'll try yeah. to find the, the link and put that in the show notes as yeah, well yeah. for all the, the listeners to have a practice. Yeah. It's crazy. And like, I know Instagram has filters now. You can wear the glasses or the, you know, be driving in your car. They don't change them very much, Instagram. But I find that all of those things, you can just do it and not 
post it up, but get used to yourself. You could just practice. You can do it without posting. Mm, that's such a good trick. I, I really hope, I would love actually the listeners to send me a little screenshot of one of those little practice videos. That would yeah. make my day. I would love that. <laughs> I would too. I always, in my group, I'm always saying to people in my Get Comfy group, I'm like, so just go and get the app and do it. Like, just get active, you know, just just do it. So, yeah, yeah. because I think many, many times, if you take action, the fear kind of dissolves. It does. It's really hard to get people to take action right away. Like, they'll do it if they're paying for one-on-one -on -one coaching or they're mm. paying for a group, but not even so much for a group. It's always an interesting thing, but one-on-one -on -one, you can get people to do stuff more. So, Do you feel there's lots of um, hand-holding? People are really shy and need really that kind of tough love directly. Yeah, I think... Or they try to get away as soon as they are in a group. Yeah. There's more room for maneuver for them to escape. Yeah, I think there's more hand-holding. And I think I'm more like a mama bear anyway. So when I am like coaching somebody, I definitely think I'm more mama bear. I'm kind of like, all right, let's just put you in like swaddle you in like cotton and figure out the best way for you to feel comfortable. Like let's just, let's mm. just go down that road because a little tough love maybe. Not, not Amanda tough love, our friend Amanda. But yeah, <laughs> but so I think that I think it's all about comfort and not getting nervous. So, um, or just acknowledging your nerves. I think that's huge, huge. Mm. Yeah, being aware, self-awareness when you run a business is so useful. Oh my because gosh! There's so many things. It's like that big train where you ask to, you know, jump on and like, oh yeah, you need to do this and you need to do that and. If you're not a bit self-aware and kind of double-checking with yourself is the right thing. Yeah. Um, I think you had that. I had that. Last year, I started my business with another name and trying to talk in a different way because I thought that was needed and it was all wrong. It didn't feel exactly right. And then I put everything on hold for a few months. I always say I did a follow and that's been so good just to let, you know, my ideas rest and yeah. let me hear what I needed. Yeah. And massive change and it's been really really good and I think I'm going to put a follow every few years just to you know even doesn't need to be a few months can be like two days where you cut everything and you just that's, listen to how you feel you know what if that is the hardest thing for me like that's such a good way to put it just go like, yeah like letting your fields rest you need to let it rest and that yeah I was saying actually I was talking to my daughter today and I said you know it's really hard for me to be still without distraction. Like I can be alone mm. for hours and days, you know, look, doing tech stuff and looking online and oh my gosh. And then like, yeah, the other day you posted something and I was like, oh, that's a cool thing on Instagram. I'm getting that right now. And I like literally <laughs> was like, I love you. That was so fun. And, um, yeah, I posted link tree. I think that's the link yeah. for people who wants to show three links from their Instagram profile. I'll put the link for you as well. Uh, mighty ones. And you can click on my Instagram profile and you will see how it works. It's really a clever little it, app. Really lovely it is. Stuff. It's so cool. And so I put that on there and then like to, now, I don't know if you do this, but I do this. This is typical me with like running my own business. I just get so many irons in the fire. Mm, yes. I'm like, Oh, I should do this and I should do this. Oh, and I'll do this. And then like nothing, it, 
takes and then it takes me like crazy amount of focus to go all right just focus on finishing that just finish that before you start that yeah but yeah i'm guilty as charge i do the same and now i'm trying to give myself uh, an order so i'm focusing i'm trying to put like the first few things that really need to be finished so i focus on that and uh, i'm only letting myself do something else if i've finished that tiny bit So I've realized one of my favorite treats is going to sound weird to some people. It's actually like <laughs> watching a specific webinar or, you know, going to someone's uh, creative live or, you know, like learning something. Yeah. And because there was something I was procrastinating on, I forbid myself to go on any extra course or free webinar or what have you. Until that is finished, I'm not allowed to. But if I do some good little, you know, stones on the on the way, I can sneak a little bit of this or a little bit of that, and that feels so good. Yeah, I actually savor those moments. That's a um, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I didn't realize they were on my to-do list, so I was kind of checking that on, and it was feeling like a should. And I realized at some point, it's not a should. I actually so enjoy it. Yeah. I yeah, you know what? It feels so good when you finish something. Although like last week I finished a new project and then afterwards I kind of had this weird hangover. Like I I finished it, I put it out in the world and then within 30 seconds of putting it in the world, I'm like, "Where is everybody?" Yeah, so what, what now? It's yeah. out. So what? <laughs> yeah. So now what am I supposed to do? I've given birth to a child who's now not even <laughs> living in my home anymore. Like that was like, <laughs> That's what it felt. I was like, "Oh, what was that about?" So And that was actually, I created a course for the Radio Ranch just about copywriting commercials, just about writing commercials for radio. And so um, so I still have my toes in that too. So I go back and forth. So Yeah, but I think when you're like you, and I think I'm a bit like that, it kind of refresh you to jump from one project to the other. So as long as you are aware of it and you can put some sort of boundaries and be like, okay, oh, today it's going to be that project and oh, I'm going to give like two hours to that. And that's a way for you to work. If yeah. that works for you, that's fine. It's just knowing some people feel much better if they're like 300% into one tiny task and nothing else. And but I think we need that kind of energy, that flow. And as you said, being a kid and bouncing into you know water puddles yeah yeah <laughs> even like today I was like oh I have all these things to do and then I thought I when am I going to get to the beach this week so and I need to go to the beach and so um that's always part of my week at least one afternoon a week and I I texted my boyfriend and I'm like we have to go to the beach today <laughs> he was like really you said it was going to be the end of the week I go I changed my mind I think we need to go today So it's actually raining in L.A., which is a great time oh. to go to the beach, which is highly unusual mm. um, for it yeah, to because rain. Usually yeah. it's always like big sun and not yeah. quite enough water. So Yeah, so it's we actually have rain and I'm like, ah, I want to go to the beach because it's raining and we'll get a little bit of rain at the beach and that should be fun. So Exciting. Yeah. So yeah. are you going after? I think we're going to go after. He Yay. was sort of like, can you just go play with your filters and leave me alone for 20 <laughs> minutes? Because <laughs> go be a 12-year-old and come back. So, yeah. And, yeah. But, I mean, my whole thing is is that I want to teach people how to use comedy or how to use their own humor to be silly in life because it helps life. And then also, too, I think 
to get comfortable on camera or on stage or wherever it is you need to be present in front of people like that sounds great. But I also want to go to people's living rooms and talk to like, you know, 50 yeah. to 100 women and just tell stories, sing songs, cry and talk about tech. Yeah. Is that wrong? Oh, no. That's, you know, praising to yeah. the choir. I love that. Yeah. 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 Right. Doesn't that sound good? I was like, yeah, sound well, good. We'll do a little meditation. I'll tell you guys some funny stories. We'll laugh really hard. Maybe we'll cry a little bit. We could sing or dance. We could talk about business. And then, you know. All the and good then stuff. Just, and bad yeah. dating stories. Because we bad, all have yeah. terrible dating stories. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And God knows I have enough of those. I even like I have this one little podcast. Um, on. I think it used to come out on Tuesdays. Now they're just like I think there's like 50 of them. They're, they're called love bites and they're little recreations of my love life. And so I just take conversations from my love life, bad dating, bad <laughs> relationships, and I recreate them with a friend of mine and we just do the, we just redo the conversation. Oh so, my gosh. I need to and, go and listen to that because oh yeah, you that totally should be go, epic. <laughs> yeah. Those are so good. I mean, literally like me saying, I love you too quickly in a relationship and what, ha like uh, all of it. Definitely. So, yeah. I do. I've done all the nightmares and falling down. So either a, it makes you feel better about you because you're like, oh, I'm not alone. Somebody else did that too. Or you're like, oh, good. I'll never do that. Either way, go so. listen. But yeah, it's something, it's really funny because yeah. I had uh, a little kid this uh, afternoon coming to work and he was so bouncy. He just wanted to run everywhere. And he was like starting oh. playing because obviously as soon as he understood that I was trying to block him to go outside while his mum was, you know, sorting out stuff. Yeah. Obviously, all of a sudden, he was not annoyed anymore. That was part of the fun. And he was giggling and laughing yeah. and looking at me and, you know, trying to escape. And at the same time, he wanted to be caught. And gosh, I didn't, I haven't been playing with kids for a long time because my babysitting days are a bit over. And that was so good, so fresh, so fun. And seeing this kid turning that moment where he was bored, basically, into a game, like in one second, I thought, yeah, that's the magic of keeping that childlike quality of being a spark that can just, you know, be a bigger fire at any second. And it was beautiful. Yeah. It's so funny you say that. And I was thinking too, you know, the interesting thing about kids too, is that they'll be like, a they'll be like going, going, going. And then they just lay down on the floor and take a nap for like yeah. 40 minutes. <laughs> Or a half an hour. And then they just get up and go. And I thought, oh, you know what? Maybe that's what I need to do yes. more of. Maybe yes. I need to just like go, go, go. And then just like lay on the floor and take a nap. Ha and then wake up and have some juice and a cookie. And then get back exactly. to work. I love naps. Naps are amazing. I love napping. Yeah. <laughs> they they are. Sometimes I, I, like I find myself not wanting to nap and not napping. And I should really nap. And then I've just wasted like three hours because I'm exhausted trying to get stuff done and I get nothing done and I'm like why didn't yeah. I just nap because honestly nap. even like three yeah. minutes sometime it's just you know head on the desk yeah. three minutes and whoo, it does make yeah happen. do you now when you here's an issue I have with lately is that like whether I'm napping or going to sleep I'm 24 7 listening to <laughs> podcasts so I'll be like Every time I lay down, I put on a podcast like I, and it, it's terrible because I'm like, OK, you know, you need to you need to just be with yeah, your you own self. Yeah, you need to self. unplug, Lisa. That's going to be your challenge yeah. for this I week. 
<laughs> I can't. Yeah, if somebody could teach, like, you know what? Someone should do a documentary of me unplugging because it would just be horrendous. I'm like, that's not really unplugging, though, is it? So, yeah. Yeah, you can't stay away from <laughs> the camera. See, that's dedication. That's yeah. in your genes. You can't get away. It is. I'm like, let's Instagram me unplugging. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't make no, sense. I think, that is not I think right. that's, yeah. no, that is not possible. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love that you're <laughs> always so into that connection and really enjoying it and being playful with it. I think lots of people take business too seriously. And yeah. that's what we were saying a bit earlier about having fun, putting the filters on and just play with it like we expect so much out of us being serious and getting the result from the first time it's like that never happens you, you all come from practice i'm sure you must have dreadful memories for from yeah. the the very first few times you went on stage gosh oh you know what for years are you kidding i could probably and the, and you know what it still could happen it's still possible there's still moments where that you can no matter what place you are as a comedian, the, the possibility of uh, bombing is always there. Like, mm. no matter who you are, there's always a slight little possibility that it could happen. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine. Like, that's my biggest fear, going on stage and a comedian. Because I don't have that bouncy mind that can really help myself, you know, say something clever on my own. I would be just looking at all those faces, looking at me like, has she finished already? And yeah. I would freeze. <laughs> That's why I like podcasts, because I, right. I'm just interacting with you and, you know, I'm enjoying the time. And it's interesting. Easy. I, if I'm, okay, so if I'm at a party and I'm having a conversation with somebody and suddenly there's a lull in the conversation... I, I am, I am in, I am like, oh, this is uncomfortable. I can't. Okay. Back up, back up, back up. Do you still, okay. Say something. No, don't say something. And I have the hardest time, but on stage, if they're like, I can just, the, there's a quiet lull. I'll just be like quiet and I'll be comfortable in it. So it's almost like I'm, I'm huh, weirdly more, interesting. yeah, I'm weirdly more comfortable like in a group in front of a group than I am like one-on-one -on -one sometimes. But a couple weeks ago, my boyfriend and I went to a party and we walked into the party and it was like eight people and they were the saddest, most unconnected eight people we've ever seen. <laughs> and we didn't say anything to each other. And both of us sort of went in and went, hi, oh, what are you doing? What's new? Hey, what's what? <laughs> like both of us were like clowns. It was like the clown car pulled in and we both started to like, nah, nah, nah. And then afterwards, I said to him, God, when we got there, I thought, this is terrible. This is uncomfortable. Someone had just been in a car accident. And so she was like so a heavy yeah, vibe. She was yeah. in her first party out. And I was just like, oh, my God. So so and he said to me, because oh, I felt the same thing. I go and then we became like the clown car. And like just started, <laughs> like we have to, we have trying to lift everybody yeah, yes. up. And he's like that too. So yeah, the two of us, it was a little bit of a, it was like I was like, we need to not take responsibility for other people's feelings in those. And he goes, yeah, yeah, but you've got so much life in you, and you've got that sense of humor that everything that's not perfect, you can see it and you make fun of it. There's something so human. Yeah in your humor. Yeah. I don't know if that makes yeah, sense. But, no, yeah. You know, it's really 
everything that's, you know, flesh and blood and, and the shadows and, and all the awkward moments we've been having. Yeah. Because honestly, if anyone go and listen to your videos, I dare them <laughs> not to have felt some of those. There's really something about all those intimate moments that we never dare to say. And you say them out loud and that's beautiful and that creates connection. Yeah. And um I just love I that. I feel like that's my job in life is to just sort of say that, you know what, not the emperor's not wearing clothes, but we're not. And it's okay. <laughs> like we, exactly. we are so human. And I have always been, I have always fallen down a lot in life, probably just the same as everybody else. But, um, but it's almost like I've fallen down so much. I have to just say, Hey, I'm falling. Look, this is good. This, I'm going to grow. Maybe not tomorrow, but I'm going to grow at some point. And be fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. oh yeah. I'm going to rise up from the ashes from this one. Not for like five years, maybe never, but I'm going to try. <laughs> so, try. Yeah. I always try. Yeah. And I laugh yeah, about yeah. it. So like if I can't, I have to, have to freaking laugh because if I don't like laugh if I don't see the irony or comedy in something life would be so so sad I swear to you I think like I look at like the last presidential election and I'm like and I I was you know really really upset when what down what went down and I was like if only she had a better sense of humor she would have gotten more like, because Obama was funny, man. Yeah. He was super funny. And here he is running the world, and it's a very serious job, and he was funny. Yeah, he managed to put that bit of humanity and, and connection and smile yeah. and yeah. light into the, the speeches. Yeah, and I think no matter what it is, your whatever your work is or whatever you're, you're promoting, you know, you got to put some like funny and levity into it because that's what uh, like pulls people in. And I was just, it was, I was just on the phone with somebody this morning and they're like, well, you do serious commercials. I'm like, well, yeah, but we always put a little bit of levity in. I mean, I, we've done commercials where like, you know, it was drunk driving and it was like just the saddest commercial in the world. Mm -hmm. And then everybody listened to it was like, oh, horrible. I'm like, yeah, that's too, nobody wants to hear that. So we, so. Yeah, because it's like your brain is protecting you from things that are too difficult, isn't it? It's like, yeah. whoosh, I'm closing, I'm not listening. Yeah, yeah. But if you put something more funny or the message actually goes through more easily, it doesn't select as much. Yeah, I think so. And I, as long as it's like a story and it's relatable and it's true, you know, no matter what your business is, even if it's, you know, menopause is what you, you know, it's like you got it. Maybe that's funny. But so I think like we did commercials for a rehab center and it was a really cute commercial with uh, two guys talking about one going to rehab. And then now that he was better, he had to go get meatloaf at his mom's house, you know, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's real and it's honest. And and you have to just think that anything can anything can use a little levity and comedy in it. Because mm, we're yeah, stuck I totally, here. Yeah, totally, totally yeah. agree and love your message. And I love that you are trying to put so many smiles on everybody's face, uh -huh. offline and online. So I do hope everybody's going to check your site. Oh, yeah. So for your course, can you tell us a bit more? How does it work for you know getting on camera, getting comfy on camera? Is that like a um, a certain length of time? Tell tell us more. 
I do like private coaching. So they can either do the private coaching or they can do like a, a discovery section, like session with me. What am I calling it? A complimentary session with me. And so I'll just get, you know, we'll talk and see if we relate. And if we relate, then maybe they want to do something more or they can just go join the Get Comfy on Camera Facebook group. And that's a way to sort of really work it as well. And that's no strings attached. I'm probably going to create a course very soon. But until then, you're going to get me for free, a lot of me for free at the Facebook group. So you can go to the Get Comfy on Camera Facebook group. Or you can just go join my newsletter and that will tell you everything. Somebody just told me I have to say that more in life. Yeah, go join it's my always newsletter. good. The newsletter yeah. is always where the magic happens because yeah. we know it is Facebook keep changing the way they show you things. And now yeah. I know I'm a moderator in a group. I don't even get the notification anymore. And I'm a moderator. I should know yeah. when someone is putting a comment or anything and Facebook doesn't let me know. So yeah, if you want so to be right. sure to get the info right fresh from Lisa, go get on the newsletter. That's always the best place to be. Yeah. And if you go on the newsletter, you get the Be Silly Now um, ebook, which will just give you seven days of, of, you know, exercises to be silly. No, there's no meditation. There's no yoga. It's like takes under five minutes. You can do it laying in bed in the morning. It's just goofy little exercises that will help you actually with getting comfy on camera and getting comfy in life. So. Ooh, I like it. I'm going to check it out as well because okay. you can never have enough silliness in life. And when it's quick and easy, that's the best recipe. That's what I like. Ah. Well, thank you, Lisa. Thank you. And I do hope to thank see more you. people checking you on the Facebook group or Instagram. And we all okay. be getting more silly. Is that, is that English? More silly? Sillier? I never know. Yeah, yeah sillier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, right, be work. silly now. That's the, the word to remember. Thank you so much. And yeah. I'll see you there. Okay. Bye. All right, Pascal. All right. Bye.